to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 13. And Chris, we start off with a recoupling tonight. And what do you reckon to how all that unfolded? Well, Dave, we got the normal fodder. So we got Jake and Liberty. We got Liam telling us that he's got sexual tension with Millie in front of everyone. I thought, well... She's been asking for the opening to be a bit more um, articulate. I don't know if they were the, the right words. Then we got Toby and Chloe. And I did think, Dave, I've got a bone to pick with Chloe because Toby teed her up. Poor Kaz is there trying as best she can not to crack from that fake smile. That She had the, I'm taking a picture smile, but then the person forgets to put the flash on and press the button and you're standing there just like, uh, have you took it yet? But it was when Chloe ran over to Toby and dramatically put her arms around him, Dave. Really sort of a fuck you, Kaz moment. And, and it may have been unintentional, but it just felt like she she knew what she was doing. She was aware of the circumstances of what was going to happen between her and Kaz. Even though it was bang on, they were going to go together. I just felt she lacked a bit of respect for Kaz there. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. There were no fucks given, were there? No, no, not <laughs> She just doesn't care. Um, she's part of this new clique that we've seen, you know, created and self-titled the Naughty Girls or the Naughty Group, not really buying it, Chris, um, and not massively liking it either. So, yeah, I, I thought that lacked a bit of class, but I, I, I were you surprised by that? No, not really, not really. I was, I mean, I wasn't shocked, but I did like the fact that Aaron picked Kaz as well. It's the lovely speech he did for Dave. She, yeah. she deserves it. She does deserve it. She was shit on a bit from Toby. And, and, and I, honestly, I do think what Aaron said was dead sweet, but I also think Aaron has literally signed his own release papers for this one because she's looking for love. All right, he is as well. It can be flipped, but the next people coming in are probably going to be guys. So I've got a feeling, I know we've had Teddy coming, but I've got a feeling that he's literally signing his own uh, trip home. And, and she, even though she will be loyal with him, I don't necessarily think she will be. And that's not a digger. It's the nature of the game. He could do the same to her as well on the next round of recoupling. Yeah, I don't know where that's going to go. I was a little bit surprised that he went with Kaz and not Sharon. That was the obvious call, wasn't it? Yeah. But then he did say that she likes him maybe a bit more than he likes her kind of thing. And, uh, you know, so for that, he thought he'd make it blatantly obvious he was going for a friend couple. So I kind of appreciated that he'd done that. And I don't really see what other options he had. I, I don't think we've seen him have much chemistry, many chats with any of the other girls. So he could be on his way. The way that Kaz reacted, though, she did seem as surprised as I was. Um, but then, you know, they're having a nice chat and, you know, she's saying, like, why did you pick me? Saying, you know, you're one of my favorite human beings and stuff. And I thought it was cool. And, you know, what did she say? And, and he's like, are you going to have a talk with someone <laughs> <laughs> when they come in? And he's like... What the fuck do you want me to say? You know, at that point, I thought he, he was thinking, oh, I'm bitten off a bit more than I can chew here. 
But no, I, I'm interested. You know, they're going to hang around. Who knows? You just have to see it through to Casa Amor, really, don't you? Uh, and it's just guessing where that's going to be. It's yes. a bit of a longer series, so I'm going to assume it's around week four or five for this season. Um, but yeah, I, in hindsight, especially given what he said about, you know, he doesn't want to get things confused with Sharon. And I think secretly he probably still quite likes her. You can't just get rid of all that chemistry, even if you think the future might be, you know, incompatible on the outside. So possibly protecting himself a little bit as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I did like Chloe having a dig at Toby, though, saying, why didn't you say it was the most beautiful girl you'd ever seen? <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, giving you a great speech and the way you built it up, I thought it was really good. So I think Toby might be thinking, oh, my God, what have I done here? So so they look really uh, sweet. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I think he's just, uh, he's getting a bit besotted. She's a, a, a more experienced woman, maybe, than he's used to handling. He seems a little bit, immature you know to me and i i think there's a bit of an imbalance in that relationship really seems to be going quite well certainly in the bedroom chris you know uh, having as much fun as you can with your clothes on but i i don't know i i think i think it's going to go well for a few weeks but i i don't I, I think there's too much of an imbalance between toby and chloe from what i've seen in this latest episode that's a good point that's a very good point. She's very intense, isn't she? So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. I will say, though, Dave, the, the bit of a surprise, and it shows the measure of Hugo picking Sharon, considering he was public enemy number one, and he did take their apology on the chin. It looks like all that's behind him, but I, I thought, wow, I honestly... I, it was pointing towards him, him picking Sharon because of the friend side of it, but... It isn't me, by the way, guys. Everyone always says when Chris says it's Friend Island, it's you who made that up first, Dave. I've stolen it the last few times. Pretty sure I stole it from someone. I, I don't <laughs> think I made it up. I think I just heard it and thought, oh, oh, Dave, yeah, just, yeah, just go with point. it. <laughs> just right, go I'll with just it. take it. I'll just take it. Yes, I am the creator of all witty things. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of that one then, Dave? Because I, I give Hugo a lot of respect. I don't necessarily think they're going to be here for much longer, either of them, but... I thought it was big of him to pick her. Well, it was a week ago, wasn't it? You know, they had a bit of an argument. They settled it there and then. Um, I, I, I think it's absolutely fine. He obviously gets on with Sharon. Again, who else is he going to pick? We, we haven't really seen him have a connection with anyone. And so, yeah, I think, I think he made the only choice quite... Happy to see the uh, Love Island David Brent hang around for a bit longer, you know, <laughs> need a bit more screen time, need a bit more uh, of his silly comments and trying to act cool and and uh, slightly being offbeat to cool. So, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty obvious. He wasn't going to pick Faye um, and he wasn't going to pick Rachel. So so I, I thought that one made sense. Oh, that's fair enough. And then we got... As well, and good explanation there, Dave. We got Teddy and Faye, didn't we? So, you know, and, and I'll be honest, Dave, as the episode went on, Faye with the girls, she finally opened up, didn't she? Finally opened up about herself and got a bit emotional. She doesn't like, she said to Teddy, I'm quite a sexual person, but I don't want to be in here in front of people. Mm. And he, he was saying the same, what he, he was, he's the same. So that was quite, and then, but she got quite emotional with the girls then later on about, out like opening up and everything. So we finally saw a bit of the real her, I think. 
You know what? I think Faye's had a couple of really good episodes where she's come across really well. And actually what we saw tonight, you saw some of that brashness sort of be stripped away a little bit. And you saw underneath there's actually this quite insecure person Mm -hmm. and some of that bolshiness, you know, and and the um, uh, abrasiveness, you know, it's a little bit of a guard. And then the whole idea, you know, after being picked by Teddy, that she could catch some feelings and then end up vulnerable and then maybe have them thrown back in her face. You know, it's it's quite an emotional time. It's quite a lot of people get emotional at these recouplings, don't they? I think half of it's to do with, you know, well, I quite like being on holiday here for a while. <laughs> 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 I mean, the food delivered to me and everything and just lounging on the uh, sun bather all day, having some chats, kind of like it. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think... Tell you what, Chris, Rachel was so cocksure, though, that she was going to get picked, I felt. I, th- I felt she was really surprised that she didn't get picked there. She was, but I, I had a, another theory on that, Dave, because I sort of felt a bit sorry for her. What, well, one of them, I'm thinking, have you ever watched the show before? Because mm. she, she really didn't understand the concepts of people just, you know, Pying each other off and that that's what Love Island's about. We've seen that already. You know, Toby with Cassie's a prime example of Love Island 101. There was an incident on episode four of the US one recent, you know, in the last day or so, which was brilliant with Josh, you know, like real nobody could see that one coming. But I do feel for her outside the house, Dave, or the villa, even because I feel as if like she's gonna struggle. I don't know why. I just the way she was talking, she was. Like you say, she's very confident. And it might just be an ego thing that her pride has been dinted. She maybe never have been rejected. But you're in a house with people who are all like nines, tens, aren't they? Ten out of tens. You're fighting for that same spot with people. And even if you're just there for a bit longer. So I'm just be a bit wary of her. And there's nothing that we can do, obviously. But I don't know. There was just something a bit off about her the last couple of episodes. I don't know. I still don't want to sound like a broken record, but she, out of all the contestants, is the most stiffed out of everyone, I think. You know, she had a choice of Brad and Chugs. <laughs> that was it. That's the only choice that she's had. All right, she went on a date with Teddy, but she's in competition with three other girls there. So it doesn't feel to me like she had a fair crack of the whip. And she's a nine or 10, you know, depending on your perspective. Got that real kind of Rhiannon look about her. I think I just think, like, she's read a book on fake it till you make it. Because all of the chat, you know, all of the things that she says about herself, how forward she is and how positive and progressive she is and spontaneous, of course, she said to Teddy, when she's not saying those things, I'm not seeing those things. So it's like the words that are coming out of her mouth don't match up with the kind of person that she is. And and she did seem to get a little bit, I don't know whether it's overwhelmed by what's going on, but she just kind of faded into the background really, didn't she? So yeah, I, I, I'm not seeing the same thing that you're seeing. I think ultimately when you go on to a, a show like Love Island, you know, which is mostly about your looks and then people love to, you know, get immersed into the drama, don't they? 
you know, right up until the last couple of episodes. <laughs> but but we love the drama and stuff. There's loads of chatter on social media. You've got all the different spectrum of people who will love you and people who, who will hate you. And I just think every single person is going to, you know, have to have a strong support group around them. Um, but I, di- I didn't see anything that you're seeing in so that, that singles her out as being someone who, who might suffer, you know, a little bit more than anyone else. Yeah, look, it was just a, a feeling. I could be completely wrong, Dave. You know, my reality radar is usually 99% correct, Dave. So, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Chris, well, I mean, just sticking on Rachel, and again, it was a bit teary. Do think she she felt like she was going to get picked by Teddy, um, or at least those were the words that she spoke. Um, what pissed me off was the the little speech that Brad gave. You know, so he was saying about oh, everyone knows I've been coasting in here, uh, you know, and it was only until this girl walked in. I'm like, you absolute piece of shit, you fucking horrible human being. All those fucking things you said to Rachel about her being exactly your type and everything. It's just, we knew it at the time it was bollocks, you know, and it was just a play to stay in the villa. But fucking hell, have a bit of self-awareness. That, you know, for me, Rachel should have given Brad a much more hard time than she actually did. And and I just feel that was, that puts the, um, that puts the other disrespect that we were talking about before with uh, Chloe and Kaz. That that's a different scale of disrespect for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I do agree. I agree with that. I think I think it's it's weird, isn't it? Because with Brad and Lucinda, I'm off the train, Dave. I really am off the train. I I I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Lucinda looks so young, doesn't she? It, mm. it was like she looks like a teenager who's just wagged school or something and, and just stumbled yeah. across Love Island. But I just don't, I don't know. I mean, look, if they stay together, brilliant. But I think these two are going to be the ones chasing all them deals and everything else. The, the Instagram is just going to be absolutely both good looking people, perfectly framed on Instagram and social media and good luck to them. They're going to make a lot of money, but I ain't buying what they're both fucking selling, Dave. I really not. Yeah. She, <sighs> And because she, I don't know if it's because she looks so young. I mean, basically, she's so called the same age as Liam, whereas he looks like, you know, he's about 30. Maybe because she's so young, I kind of give her a little bit of a pass. Um, But she does seem to be falling. She's saying she really loves Brad's kisses and what have you. Um, I, I don't know, but his chat's shit. It really is crap, isn't it? Yeah. He's just he just does quite well because he's so good looking. Um, but you know what, Chris? I, I am in a bit of a see you next Tuesday mood. And I would fucking love it, Chris. As Kevin Keegan once said, I would love it if Lucinda goes into Casa Amor and there is someone equally as good looking as Brad, but he can actually fucking hold a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> And really test Lucinda's resolve there. Um, Because Brad's not been threatened by anyone, has he? No, he's been proper cocksure of himself, hasn't he, all the way through this. Like, 
he's not bothered. And I don't think he's had to do a lot in life with with the ladies, Dave. There's been a point, I think, where he's he is just good looking. He's got the package from the outside. It's just what's going on the inside needs a bit of work, you know. So look, he could be a lovely guy and someone who, you know, his family friends and she even said it, he's such a sweet guy, brilliant. But the way he's <laughs> flip-flopped already. I'm not fucking buying it. I said, like I say, it's fucking bullshit. But anyway, she I said, did. she said, uh, he wouldn't hurt a fly. No, but you might try and fucking shag it though. <laughs> I, I just think she's, he's doing the same thing that he did with Rachel, where Rachel's like, oh, you know, he looks like a real fuck boy, but actually, he's really nice. <laughs> like, Come on, you're falling for it again. So no, exactly. I don't know. Well, Dave. We'll leave that one there and we'll part that until, you know, because I think we're going to see something come up with that. I agree in the next week or so. But why the fuck did he do this shit game swapping food? We're in a pandemic. It's minging anyway. And the swapping fucking, oh, past the, it's disgusting, that fucking game. Does anybody enjoy it? It's almost like the fucking baby game, which let's be honest, that's going to come back in the next week or so. They're going to wake up one morning. I'm going to wait. You know what I mean? And it's going to be like, oh, here we go. It's the baby game. This is bullshit, this game. If you're listening, we do actually like this show. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I'm so conflicted because... Even just, I saw this on the first look that the food game is coming up and it, it just makes that, it gives you that involuntary gag, doesn't it? Just thinking yeah. about it, it's like, but then I've I've got the other, you know, you've got the devil and the angel on each shoulder and, and like the little devil's like, <laughs> beautiful people having to do this <laughs> and fucking hating it. I, I should love it a lot more, but it's fucking rank. And I tell you what, Toby has got that fucking squirting technique out of his mouth with the whole sauce down to a T. But that was probably the point where I, I had to look away for a bit. It's just like, <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. But um, no, I mean, I, I, that's a bit fun, isn't it? You know, seeing these people put out of their comfort zone never sits well with me that you know a couple get away with it you know so jake and liberty were just marking on the sidelines weren't weren't they so it, it seems to me it, it, it's so bad just fucking get them all in there there's no winner no one cares about the winner i mean liam and millie won it who gives a fuck no one <laughs> <laughs> What about Liam and Millie though as well? Dave, she's she's not holding the cards to her chest there at all. No. It's 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 unbelievable because she's literally moved in and she's like, Oh, I can't wait for you to come in and you work game. We have a shower. And he's like, What a two what did she say? A two-handed hand job two, or something? Well, she took, she said it might be a two-man job, and he's like, Oh no, it's a two-girl job. And then she was like, Oh no, two-hand job. And he was like, Oh, I like that, but two-hand jobs when I come home from work. You know what, Chris? It occurred to me. These are the reverse Gavin and Stacey. Yes. <laughs> I love a bit of Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> you know what? I, me too. They actually had a little bit of a conversation, though, that wasn't just sexual innuendo, didn't they? He was teaching her a little bit of Welsh. And then she, apparently her dad's like a neon sign maker or something. And then she said, oh, I can't remember, what was the, the Latin for seize the day? What, whatever it is. Car, uh, she, Carpe diem or whatever it's called. That's yeah, the one. That's yeah. the one. 
Uh, it just left my mind for a second there. But And she's like, I don't know what language it is. And he's like, oh, I don't know, Spanish, French, uh, any other languages that I just know other people speak. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I fucking love it because the one conversation they have that isn't just pure sexual innuendo just shows they weren't fucking paying attention in school, Chris, because they were looking in the mirror even then. Who the fuck? Do- well, I know the answer now. Who doesn't know that pretty much every fucking motto is in Latin? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was in junior school when you know they were going on about those. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and it's just like, oh yeah, these were <laughs> proper conversation. These are the kind of things I like. You know, just getting to know each other. I still think they need to rip each other's clothes off. Um, get it out of the way and then see if they actually like each other or just fancy each other. I agree. I agree. <laughs> We're going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, but that's it, isn't it? It's just, I'm still not convinced they've actually got anything in common or, no, you know, no. it's all right. It might see them through to the end of Love Island and, and then they find out they've got nothing in common. I tell you that there is one thing I've, I've, um, that I'll give Liam credit for when Toby and Chloe were having a bit of a kiss and then you had Jake and Liam just sat on the bed and they were going, Oh no, you know, ruining the moment for them. But it's when he says, look into my eyes when you're doing it. (laughs) All right. Fair play. That is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it just, because it reminds me of the in-betweeners. There's one bit where one of the characters is in a a school disco and getting hot and heavy. Oh, my Um, God. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And they're like, oh. I don't like it when he makes eye contact. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. Yeah, that's um, the dancer in it. Um, oh God, yeah. What's he called? The tall one, Dave. The one who dances Neil. on Neil. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> that's, that's what these lads are, isn't it? You know, yeah. they're a little, they're a hunkier, sexier version of the in betweeners. A lot of the lads. I still think you need some older guys i'm not saying as old as us but you know some teddy stands out a mile because he can actually carry himself off as a bloke as opposed yeah. to looking like the in-betweeners on holiday <laughs> fucking yeah, england shirts and shorts on and stuff yeah, yeah. Typical, typical english <laughs> as always another episode in the bag but we have Two new patrons, my friends. So we are now running at 13 patrons. This is unbelievable. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining and supporting us. And everyone, if you're not a patron, it doesn't matter. We know that you support the podcast, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, email. We love all the interactions, guys. So if you do want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So, Dave, we are going to do the roll call of Patreons who are supporting the show today. So we've got Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, got Lauren, Tracy, Haley, Hennessy Green, Susan, Priscilla, Ed from Dave Brent, Love Island, Hannah, Dee Dee, two new Patreons, Dave. We've got the wonderful Katie who's joined us. So welcome, Katie. And I'm going to be biased now, Dave, because we have got Libby as well. Now, Libby is also my mother's name, short for Elizabeth. So she does get a gold star for today because that name is tremendous because it is named after my own mother. So there you go. Um, big thanks, guys, to all of you. We really, really appreciate it. If you do want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. 
Brilliant episode again, Dave. Brilliant. Awesome stuff. And we also do have a review in from iTunes. So this is from our Australian store. And this says, very funny and love the honesty. Thanks again for making me laugh and keeping me entertained. Keep it real, boys, from AD in Oz. Brilliant. So that's fantastic. Always love those. Yeah. Brilliant. We're done. It's it's Bachelorette Day, isn't it? Next. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the old slog. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) But we'll be back again, won't we? And oh, I tell you what, Chris, one point I didn't raise. After the whole recoupling, um, Kaz had a conversation with Faye and that about Teddy and the fact that, well, Teddy's kind of picked um, Faye and, you know, their friendship has been tested and they've come through it and everything's good in the world. But then she says in the VT, well, she seems to imply that game is still on with Teddy. Now, do do you think that's going to go anywhere or or it's going to be, no, it's just Teddy and Faye are going to get closer now and, and... that the thing will with Kaz won't actually go anywhere. No, no. I think it's it's Faye, Faye and Teddy all the way, Dave. I do. I honestly yeah. do. Yeah, I and mean, we've got it across on the US one. We've got Cinco all of a sudden who's, who's wording out uh, Trina on the back behind Cash's back, and nobody can see that but them. But yeah, no, I can't see it. I can't see it, Dave. Well, the only way you can do it is if Faye implodes and, and really puts a guard up like she's done previously. But if she is open to the relationship, she seems really keen on him, then I think they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if the radar can be right twice in a day. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. No, Chris. Thanks again, mate. And I'll speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.